welcome to another episode of Prescription for Life. My name is Linda Gallick. I'm the health and well-being consultant at Bell and & Health, and I'm so pleased to be joined today with our guest, Randy Van Stratton. Randy is our Vice President of Business and Community Health. Randy leads a team that delivers direct health care services to nearly 2,000 regional employers. He's on multiple community boards. He's the executive director of the Bell and Run, of course, um, one of the top 10Ks in our nation. He is an international speaker on direct health services, and he also has his feet on the street. He has completed 50-plus marathons. So, Randy, you are a busy guy. Welcome. <laughs> I'm just tired listening to that. I know. Thanks for taking the time. You have a lot going on, right? Well, this month for Lifesaver, we are talking about the idea of You Matter. We look at the framework that is from the U.S. Surgeon General on how we can integrate really good health and mental well-being in our workplaces. And one of the categories is helping people feel like they matter. And I just really felt like Randy was the perfect guest to have for this particular topic. So, Randy, when we start talking about the idea of You Matter, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I think it's uh, showing up to be your best so you can be your best for others mm -hmm. and being your best. And um, one thing that I practice every day is waking up with a feeling of joy and gratitude mm -hmm. and then uh, having a positive attitude so I can be the best for others. Mm -hmm. So important. So incredibly mindset, important. Mindset. Mindset. I think, Randy, one of the things I really appreciate about you and being in your department is that you have this ability to, to make people feel valued and, and like they really do matter. So is that natural for you? Is that something you're really aware of, something that you work on? Tell us more about that. Well, I try really hard on that. And there was actually a something that happened in my life that um, I wasn't uh, doing a good job with that, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm. In fact, it was um, it was my first day uh, on the job uh, when I was hired as the fitness director at Ballon uh, to lead our fitness center, and mm -hmm. it was my first day at work. It was a long day. It was right after lunch, and one of my jobs was to orientate people to fitness equipment, so I'm... I was sitting on the Nautilus shoulder shrug machine, and I was, I was basically, uh, uh, dem uh, I demonstrate an exercise, and then I'd kind of record, and, and, but I was slumping over on this machine, kind of with my arm like this, and uh, writing, some things, writing some things down, and all of a sudden, the door opened up uh, to the gym, and uh, my manager peeked in, and then left. And I thought, oh, hmm, he kind of gave me this look. Well, uh, what happened after that client was done, I was asked to go, he asked me to go to his office. So I went in his office, and I didn't tell you who my manager was at the time, but he was a retired football player from the Green Bay Packers. And his name, many of you know him, Larry McCarron. Oh, Larry yes. McCarron, his nickname's mm -hmm. The Rock. Well, mm -hmm. I got called to Larry's office. And uh, Larry says, uh, you know, he says to me, Randy, what did I just see in the fitness center? That wasn't the person that I hired to lead our fitness, mm. was it? And I'm thinking, no, it wasn't. Well, Randy, if you were a client and you know you were learning how to use this equipment, what would you expect? What would you expect? Um, so I said, well, you know, yeah, I, I wasn't there for the client. I wasn't my best self for the client. 
So what I learned is that, you know, you need to be there mentally and physically for people. Mm -hmm. So for me, that meant, you know, standing up tall, looking people in the eye. And that lesson uh, really stuck with me now for my entire life. And that was my first real job right out of college. Wow. Wow. So that happened really early on in your career. So how did that really impact really the rest of your career like what kind of tone did did that set up for you yeah well it it really set up um you know my five pillars which i i I try to live every day by and that is um you know in order to be your best self you need to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so uh definitely um i try to eat well (laughs) exercise take care of myself um get enough sleep so i think if we can ground ourselves in that, you mm-hmm. know, taking care of ourselves first so we can take care of others, that helps give you the energy to do that. Mm-hmm. So what are your recommendations for someone then that maybe feels like they don't matter right now? Maybe they're in a situation where they're thinking, I, I don't matter in this situation. What, what would be your, your words for them? Yeah. Great question. Um, I go back to uh, a store, another Bellin story. So mm-hmm. one of my first jobs at Bellin before I was hired in the fitness was I worked in housekeeping. Oh, yeah. And one of the job, mm-hmm. one of my jobs was to clean the stairwells, dry mop and wet mat mop the stairwells. And there's a there's a lot of stairwells at Bellin, <laughs> yes, a lot there of stairwells. <laughs> and uh, so a gentleman that trained me, his name was Everett. And what I noticed first about Everett was just his positive attitude. And this was his full-time job was the stairwells. He worked on in the stairwells. And every time someone went by in the stair- staircase, he was, hi, my friend, have a great day, great day. Ha-, and just this positive attitude. And I said, Everett, how do you do this? I mean, this is a, this is a, this is a hard job. You're up and down these steps. We're carrying mops. We're dry. It, and, and he said, well, this isn't about keeping the stairwells it's just about mopping and dry mopping the stairwells. This is about keeping a safe environment for the patients mm. and for our employees. This is very mm-hmm. important work, mm-hmm. Randy. The cleaner we keep these, the better our patients will be and the safer our employees uh, will Beautiful. be. And just think of that mindset yeah. of purpose there. Yeah. And, in fact, that sticks into my head so much that we've carried that forward with, our, with my role today and the team that we work with. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do these direct health care services. Um, we uh, provide services, primary care, physical therapy, early identification of gaps in care, things like that. Tell the team every day we don't work in the ER, we don't work in surgery, but you know what? We do save lives mm-hmm. because we save lives before lives even know they need to be saved, and that's our purpose. Mm-hmm. So I think having purpose mm-hmm. in what you do and finding purpose in what you do is very, very important in mattering. Yeah. And what a great story. What a great story. Because I'm sure we, we all have those days where we feel mm-hmm. like, oh, does my work really matter? And if you think about the bigger picture, absolutely it does. Mm-hmm. And so whatever you're doing, you're contributing to something bigger. Exactly. So it's definitely something to remember. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, Randy, a lot of people may feel like it's hard to always engage people and to get into conversations with people and to have that ability and so what do you recommend for people to be able to get better at that yeah well um a key thing is uh listening to understand rather than listening to respond okay that is a huge understand it's it's hard to do Mm -hmm. it's hard to do so for example uh 
let's let's try something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a little listening test. Okay. 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 I'm so, a little scared. So but it's, I it's just okay. need you to repeat after me okay. five times. Okay. Ready? We're gonna say spot five times. Spot. 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 What do you do to green light? Go. <laughs> Good job. You had to think about it. You had to well, think about it. Well, my brain it. took a moment. Yep. My brain yep. took a moment. 95% <laughs> of people say stop. Stop. Say oh, stop. sure. So sure. you were one of the 5%. But oh, yay. <laughs> yep, yep. So nice job. Li- you doesn't surprise me with you, though. Mm-hmm. You know, listening mm-hmm. to understand. I really try you know? to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yep. key in the work I do. And you were processing it. You didn't respond right away. Many people are quick to mm-hmm. want to reply, you know. Mm-hmm. And what, I, uh, what you can also do with that is say, respond as quickly as you can. Oh, yes. Yep. Then mm-hmm. you might have gotten me. Mm-hmm. So the other thing is, uh, are you? You know, if you're in a crowded room with a lot of people, do you ever engage with someone that makes you feel like you're the only person in the room? I, I, have, I know a couple of those people. Absolutely. Is it, yes. Doesn't that, how it's does that such, make you feel? It's such a gift. Yep. It, it's and wonderful. You're not, you're not looking around where, where no. other people, you're focusing on that conversation. And mm-hmm. I think that is so key in looking, looking individuals in the eye and having that conversation. Yeah. So that's something so. that I really try to try to practice yeah awesome awesome so let's talk a little bit about then about the mindset of really kind of being in that mindset of helping people feel like they matter how Mm -hmm. how do you recommend people start to make that change yeah um great question i think uh being curious Mm -hmm. being having a uh, curious mindset and uh, one of the ways to do that is um, well it's something i had to work on because i was born an introvert and into a extrovert job, so I need to work on this, mm-hmm. and it's and it can be energy draining. Yes. And so I took a public speaking class, and I came across a tool, uh, and it was called the, it's called the Conversation Stacker. So here's something else we'll try. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now, <laughs> um, close your eyes. Okay. And imagine this. Okay. Imagine imagine a gold nameplate with a name on it three times, okay? Out, out of that gold nameplate, there's a hand coming out. That hand has a work glove on it, has a work glove. That work glove has a smiley face and a sad face on it, okay? Sitting inside that open palm of that work glove is a house. It's a brick house. Lights are on it, windows. You're looking in the windows. You're seeing a family. You're seeing a pet. Uh, you're seeing the fish bowl. You're seeing that. And then that house has a chimney. In that chimney is stuffed an airplane, a big 747 airplane with its engines running, okay? And then on top of the tail of that airplane is a teetering tennis racket with lights on each end of it, okay? You can open your eyes. Okay. Now you're thinking, what does that have to do (laughs) with anything? Well, it has a lot because it helps introverts like me be curious with questions and meeting people, okay? So number one, the gold nameplate. Your mm-hmm. name, Linda, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce myself, and then right away, because you ever, like, meet someone, and you're so you're thinking about what you're going to respond with, and you didn't even hear their name. Right, right. right. So right away, think gold nameplate, name three times. So Linda, I'm going to say right away, Linda, it's nice to meet you, after I introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Linda, mm-hmm. it's nice to meet you. So um, what, what, I'm just curious, what do you do for a living? 
you know, oh, mm-hmm. I work at Balance, mm-hmm. right? So that's the work glove. Mm-hmm. Um, what's challenging about it? That's the sad mm. face. Not like, what, what don't you like? <laughs> what's challenging about mm-hmm. it? What do you like about it, right? Um, oh, do you live in the city? Do you live, you know? So we have this conversation. It's not like I'm interrogating you, but I'm having this conversation, right? Where do you live? Uh, family, pets, mm-hmm. you know? I know you mm-hmm. have your dog. And yes, you, you know, and then amazing. Um, guess what the airplane is? <laughs> Um, travel, travel interests. Yeah, mm-hmm. Got any good trips coming up? Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. love to talk about trips. Oh yes. And then uh, the tennis racket on top, teetering. So like a hobby. Hobbies, Hobbies, interests. Okay. And the lights on each side give you permission to go down any of those angles mm. to further be curious about that. Love <clears> that. But you always, could you ever meet someone and then they'll say, "Well, um, you know, do you have a fam?" No, I don't. And you're like, "What do I ask next?" This yeah, helps you have the stacker else. of mm-hmm. where you go next. Love feel that. Feel comfortable with with that. Now, the other thing is, a person's name is the sweetest sound to them. So if you can say your their name mm-hmm. through that conversation three times, okay, you're going to remember it and they're yes. going to appreciate it more, and you're going to help yeah. them matter also. Nice. I was thinking that it would help us remember remember people's names because mm-hmm. sometimes people really struggle mm-hmm. with that. So to repeat it yep. and, and to to connect that. Yep. There's That's another awesome. there's another little thing that I do too in meetings. So you ever go into a meeting and everyone goes around the room and there's 15, 20 people mm-hmm. in the room. Some of them you know, some of them you haven't met yet. Well, I take a, a, a blank piece of paper and I basically map out the table and I write their names around the table. So I have their names, and then as they introduce themselves, I write a little bit of something so that when I uh, am presenting or if I'm responding to something, I can say, oh, yeah, like Steve said over there. Mm-hmm. And they hear their name, and you know, so you interact and you pull them into the conversation. Yeah. So that's another way of helping Amazing. people matter. Yes. Another little tool. Love that. None I'm, of these I'm are mine. So these gonna are things use that. that I've just picked up <laughs> over time. <laughs> That's good. Well, we appreciate you sharing those uh-huh. with us. That's great. Great information for all of us listening today. So any any other thoughts, Randy? Any other closing remarks? Any other mm-hmm. recommendations? Again, I just I really wanted to have you talk about this topic because I, I feel like you just have this beautiful natural ability to make people feel like they matter. And I think it's so reassuring to hear that. You worked on it too, and it was something that you, you learned. Continue to work and you on continue it. To, continue work to work on, on it, it. and that's that's yeah. so great to hear. One of the uh, latest things that I think uh, came to me was, you know, after running a lot and being d- doing different runs, I always appreciated getting a medal. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something I did, and I get this medal. But I had a mindset change a while ago, and what I enjoy more now is giving medals to other people. Mm. Helping them succeed. That is so much more rewarding for me now than getting a medal on myself, but helping someone with their first presentation, Mm. sales presentation, Mm -hmm. um, completing their first marathon, helping them with that. That is a mindset change uh, for me that I just get so much joy and gratitude out of. That's awesome. That's awesome. What what a blessing for all of us, you know, that are connected to you and oh. all your friends and family that you you lift others up and uh, that's that's a that's just amazing. So, appreciate that. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on today and being on the podcast. Really appreciate that. Thanks for the opportunity. You bet. Thanks to all of our listeners. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And we'll see you next time.